it's November 2nd. I'm Bill Bateman, and it's time for another edition of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. November is a very busy month. We're heading into the holidays, and it is the beginning of a lot of different things. So as we dive into this month, let's talk about how we can prepare for them. First of all, we got the election season. Just a point of interest, I checked the trash container on my computer, and last month, in the month of October, I received over 1,400 emails from various political candidates and groups going from threatening to begging for money. Thankfully, a few more days and all that will be over. It's also the beginning of the holiday season, and that begins with setting the clocks back. We fall back this Sunday. Don't forget to do that. Don't be that guy at work. And everything that goes with it. And it's also getting prepared for the cold weather and all of those updates that we need to do as preppers as the seasons go from hot to cold. We'll also have a look at what's happening with the classes for you. But first, a quick personal note. Uh, to anybody who happens to care, I have retired after uh, a long career in a number of different professions. I've been in broadcasting, I've been in media, theater, radio, television. I was a teacher, a corporate trainer. I sliced, diced, and I made julian fries. And now it's my turn to... Uh, kick back and relax. Or so I thought. I went to a financial planner and I made a mistake and because we're talking about prepping, I want to tell you what I did wrong so you don't find yourself in the same position. In talking to my financial planner, we were looking at the portfolios, the, the accounts, the bills, where the cash was, where the cash wasn't, all those things we have to do to stay solvent. And she looks over and says, now where are you going to be living? And I mentioned we had a lovely apartment in uh, Talent, and she said, kind of shook her head, she said, no, where are you going to be living? Your account or your income is capped. Your rent is going to continue to go up. I missed that part. I was sick that day when they were passing out the intelligence on long-term planning, so I won't be sitting back on a beach somewhere uh, sipping drinks with little umbrellas in them. I'm going to continue, and basically I'm going to be pouring a lot of my efforts into things here at Refuse to be a Victim and a couple other little side gigs I've got going on. So I thought after 50 years I'd be able to... uh, maybe chill a little bit, but you know what? I've been retired for like 24 hours now, and um, I'm going to have to keep a little busy. So if you see me running around looking a little more frenetic than usual, that's what's happening there. Hey, let's talk about the classes. We have CHL coming up on November the 12th, and then again on December the 10th. And you can schedule it for yourself, or you can give a gift certificate to someone. And if you or someone you know has a new gun, a new firearm in their future for the holidays, include with it, along with ear protection, uh, eye protection, things like that, the gift of safety with a certificate for a new shooter gun class. All of the things that someone looking at the box going, hmm, now what? Sign up. It's room, they happen Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and actually if you give us enough notice, we can 
pretty well put one together for you anytime. I tell you, I've done a number of these just recently, and finding out the things people have questions on, it's great. I'm able to put some of those misconceptions about guns aside. Folks get some weird ideas from some of the strange stories circulating. So give someone the gift of good information and lifelong safety. Okay, election time. I am just tickled pink. I'm seeing a lot of the no on 114 signs popping up. And everybody out there doing that work, thank you. I hope everybody has received your ballot. I have, in fact, received mine. My wife and I filled them out and had carried them to be deposited. It's too important to sit this one out. I'm going to put on the uh, login site the election website in case you didn't get a ballot or you have a question on the election. There's no reason having a question or a concern should stop you from taking part. It's way, way too important. And like I say, I still get people, and this is a week before the election, asking me about Proposition 114, and I'm still happy to share information with them. And when we start looking at some of the unconstitutional information, uh, things involving that proposition, the lies behind the campaign overall, of the ballot misrepresentation. It's just such a bad idea on so many levels. I'm finding, as the rational adult in the room, it's easy to convince new people about the importance of this thing being voted down. Daylight savings time. Yep, it's still with us, and we're going to fall back an hour. Don't forget to do that. This is also the time of the year everybody and their dog is going to remind you to change your smoke detector battery at the same time you set the clock back. Make that everybody and their dog and me. Well, yeah, there are obvious reasons to keep your smoke detector up to date. You don't want to die from asphyxiation or a fire. But the other reason, which may not be so obvious, is you don't want to be those folks who's got their smoke detector going off, and it always happens at 3 in the morning, people. Every time my smoke detector battery dies, it's 3.10, 3.20 in the morning, and you don't have another 9-volt on hand. Mine is hardwired into the electricity, so it'll beep loudly for every 10 minutes until I get out and actually change the battery. That's a personal experience from when I moved here about seven years ago. I was fortunate there was a convenience store close by, and I could get it fixed in a somewhat quick manner. So yeah, pop a battery in there and uh, make, you know, carbon detectors, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, but it's important. I also got an email from one of the people in the uh, class I did over at SOU, and they brought up an interesting point, and it ties into season change and checking into things. They mentioned they keep in their bug out bag in the car, in case they're either stuck and have to stay in the car, or need to get home over an extended period, or have to take the bag out of the car and walk home. All right, what about very cold and very hot weather? Seasons are changing. We've got frost warnings, snow powdering the mountains all the way around us, raining this morning. I love it. But that can make keeping things in your car somewhat difficult. And 
I recommend summer or winter, and we talked about changing the batteries in the smoke detector. Well, what about the batteries and the supplies in your car? What about the supplies of food or water? When you're changing the batteries, when you're looking at your flashlights and your electronic devices, check for corrosion in the battery compartment. Take a pencil eraser or some very, very, very fine grit paper and get that stuff off there. If your batteries are staying in there that long, you're messing up. You should be checking every time you spring forward and fall back. It's important. Perfect example of a problem you're going to have, and I don't know anybody this has not happened to, all of those big plastic gallon bottles of water that people buy at the store, they are going to deteriorate and they can crack or break if they happen to slam into the spare tire when you slide around a corner and you're going to end up with a trunk full of wet supplies. And that is not good. I was also asked, what about cans of food for on the, on the road? Well, yes, cans of food are fine, except they're heavy if you have to walk off with those cans. Car is broken down, you want to take your food with you. Not so much a good idea. They can also burst in extreme heat. As we know, the inside of a car can get over 130 degrees, and with the higher temperatures we are seeing, that number is only going to go up. They're heavy, they can leak, they can burst. That's why I like the dehydrated food packets. I don't like MREs, just, well, they're full of salt. I can't eat that much salt. I get feet like Fred Flintstone. There are a lot of good dehydrated products available, and there are things like Top Ramen, a cup of noodles. They're not gourmet dining, but maybe a small can of tuna, you know, that would be good instead of big cans. Basically, you can also get water bottles in either much heavier plastic or specifically made for storing water. They're metal, and I get the unlined metal water bottles because if you have to, you can put those over a fire and heat the water to reconstitute your dehydrated meal without the problem of having them lined if they of course are lined in Teflon or lined in some kind of thing which is going to keep things wonderfully warm uh, it's also going to pollute and you can't do that so I've gone to metal bottles for the water in my car and dehydrated food packets now they also have water and this is interesting in little packets it looks like juice boxes they are um, five ounces I think and it's what they, you know, the moms take them to soccer practice I my son lived on those for years and they are a heavy heavy plastic and you cut them open and you simply pour the water into your heating unit you're measuring you can drink it it is not gonna break it's not gonna burst and it's uh, kind of handy to have. It is unfortunately expensive. That's why I went with the metal bottles. Uh, a couple other points. Remember when things get cold, things are in your trunk, they're going to freeze this winter. When water freezes, it expands. Don't fill things up to the very tippity top. Give it room. It can expand by as much as 20% depending on the configuration of the container and that will burst.
if you're wondering where to find these kind of things, I am going to recommend our friends out at the Army Navy Marine Store out there uh, across from the Sheriff's Department on Violetson 62. They still have some of those military style canteens. They come in metal and they don't break. And they also have some good things for heating water, uh, water bottles, things like that. You can also look at our good friends at Sportsman's uh, at REI and um, I'm sure uh, over there at Thunderbird and at Bymart, sure. So those are some things to keep in mind. And I'm almost certain I mentioned this in a prior broadcast, but since we're on the topic, I'll mention it now. Shoes, snow shovel, cat litter, tire chains, all those things you're going to keep in the car for the winter season probably either got stuffed to the back or taken out to put in all those things you needed over the summer. Hand warmers, extra light, make sure you got batteries to power back up for the cell phone. All of these things that can be really, really inconvenient when you're up at the top of the Applegate and not so much of a problem when you're outside the Albertsons picking stuff up. So be ready for winter. Be ready for problems by exploring options and solutions early. And one final thought. It has been pretty stressful for a lot of people in a lot of different uh, areas, whether you're talking politics, whether you're talking the election, whether you're talking uh, climate issues, whether you're talking the fact the Mississippi River dried up. I did not know that. That came as quite a shock. Yeah, I, it makes me a little tense. I, oh, God. Uh, build in some stress reduction time, especially over the next few months. I like to do it every day. I'm trying to. I have not yet. After all, I've only been retired 24 hours. But uh, give yourself a break. The, the rising costs that we're all facing for so many different reasons are going to make these upcoming holidays more stressful than they already are. That's because we are going to have those family discussions and realize the budget is not going to support that trip or that special gift or what we normally do even. We may have to set back our plans for the holidays and you know what? It really doesn't matter. Step back take a deep breath. What's important is you got your health and you got each other. And I know that sounds stupid, but uh, when I was young, I used to look at people who said that and go, you are a fool. Well, now that I'm at my age and I'm looking over at my lady, I think, nope, uh, that's kind of important. You got your health and you got each other. Step back. You know that breathing we do when we're going to slow our heart rate down, we're going to breathe in slowly through the nose, hold it, Exhale slowly through the mouth. That works good in a tense situation, too. So manage those expectations. Have a talk now, because if it's going to be a difficult discussion today, imagine what it's going to be by the end of the month. Oof. Deal with it before it bites you. Remember what's important. The best advice I ever got, they can't chase you if you don't run. Food for thought, something I've used for years. And I always tell people, if you see me running, you should probably be ahead of me because I don't run. And what's behind me has got to be 
pretty darn scary. So that's it for this week. We hope to be back on schedule. I'll be on Monday normally. Got things pretty well under control. Whew. So don't forget to get your ballot turned in. Don't forget to do those transitional things as we switch seasons so you're ready. And grab a class either for yourself or someone. We hope to see you either in uh, November or in December at uh, the concealed carry and we want to let you know gift certificates are still available be safe look forward to seeing you either at the range or back here next week for our next edition of refuse to be a victim beyond the bug out bag <music>